Welcome to our campaign, set in the galvanizing world of Electroval. Join us for an adventure full of noir intrigue and electrifying spectacle. See the description below for ways that you can stay informed on the latest episode of the series, as well as any other content featured on Dice Carnival. This episode of Dice Carnival is sponsored by C4 Labs, proud vendors of free shipping in the United States. Now available is the Hugo Dice Tray with the utility of compartments for all of your dice, plus the flaming pizzazz of the man himself. Additionally, at checkout, you can type in Dice Carnival with no spaces or caps to get 10% off your whole order. So if you want to support your local musician or just find great products for your D&D games, head to c4labs.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Magic Apothecary, your destination for all things druidic and witchcraft. Magic Apothecary, that's magic with a CK, is a vendor of custom herbal tea blends, plus a variety of other handcrafted products. They can be found on Etsy and have a magnificent storefront located in upstate New York. So if you're looking for a place to find candles, ritual components, tarot sets, or even organic cosmetics, go check out the Magic Apothecary on Etsy or in person. Once again, that is magic with a CK apothecary. Link is in the description. Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a good rating if you enjoy the episode. Without further ado, let's begin. Welcome back to Electrofall, where we left off, a daring chase had concluded, where Sky managed to confront the Pursuee and learned that they were indeed the famed inventor, that all of you had begun to clue on to their involvement in the events that happened at the Crocodile's Ballgown that led to several deaths, particularly that of Mr. Gilded, and all of your arrests pending investigation. After getting a couple of answers, the rest of you made your way to meet with Sky and the inventor, or to your plummeting doom. Before too much could be exchanged, Hugo saw the indication of a, a ferris wheel sniper and deftly interposed his body to take the bullet that would most assuredly ended the inventor's life. Knocked off the edge, plummeting, you've managed to intersect and stop the damage but realized that you needed to get him to a professional surgeon. Reaching out to Jack Rambeau, you managed to convince the inventor to come along with you in hopes to sort of make amends and pay back the debt that he most surely owed Hugo. After a very tense hour of surgery, uh, which all of you have had a short rest for except for Hugo, you were interrupted by the rousing form of Jayan, now inhabited by Gyedin Sol. Hugo, after having experienced enough shocks for one day, was met with one more as well as several other questions that could not be answered immediately, because along with Gyndin's resurrection, the undead bodies within Jack's unsupervised workshop began to spring to life, including the special project that he has been working on since you last saw him here. And with a one-liner from Soup admitting that they knew it, they knew this was going to happen, we see as the five of you find yourself back to back in the middle of this embalming chamber. Chaos and mess and drawers and surgical implements scattered about you, you know, pickling jars full of things like eyeballs and hands and stuff, sitting high on shelves and like several sort of like uh, 
like like tool drawers that are labeled with miscellaneous things all the way from food items to uh, mechanical bits to surgical implements to wood cutting implements it's 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 you're not entirely sure what jack keeps on him but he keeps a lot on him as one two three zombified forms pull themselves out of the embalming tables in the skeletal linen wrapped creation the amalgamation jack has been creating also springs to life the dark crystal in its eye drifting with black mist you hear the voice of the inventor say um, excuse me, I'm not usually that big of an associate with a Jack Rambo, but is this normal? No, this is not normal, definitely not normal. Um... All of you go to grab your implements. Uh, Gyndon, you realize that you currently do not have a, uh, immediate weapon on you. As you see the inventor, uh, adjust a bracelet that begins to sort of fold out of his hand, actually as like a liquid metal. Uh, that begins to glow with sort of blue aether-colored light. Um, as you see, he begins to sort of... Sky would probably maybe recognize this a little bit. Start seeing, like, tiny little, uh... What looks like tiny little robots begin to, on the macro scale, begin to lift upwards out and bubble out of the metal and begin glowing with red light. And I need all of you to roll initiative. Alrighty. Hey, guess what I got? Guess what I got? What did you, what you got? Advantage, baby! Oh! <laughs> Why do you have advantage? Guess what I got? And the first one wasn't... Well... Ooh, this, wow. I think this is the second time. Guess what but I didn't also happen last time where my first roll of the game was a natural 20? That did happen last time. I got a nine. Oh. <laughs> all right. If all of you have your initiative, I'm going to begin with Gyndon. <laughs> Wait. All right. I'm going first? Uh, Gyndon, I need your initiative. Sorry. Oh, okay. 18. 18. I was putting in my own. Uh, Hugo. I got a nine. Uh, Sky. 11. Soup. 21. All right. Ah, actually, the inventor does really well. All right. In that case, we are going to begin with... Wait, Soup, what did you get again? An 11? Or... 21. 21. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, Soup, you're at, the, you're at the top. You're the first one to react. So to kind of give a little bit of more context to this space beyond the sort of comedic description I gave before, it is a relatively rectangular room that you are in the middle of. The shorter wall is maybe about, I'm going to say, 20 feet from side to side. And the other one's going to be more along the lines of, I'm going to say, 35 feet side to side. Or four, ah, I'm going to say 40 yes. feet from side to side. Uh, mm -hmm. There is a small door that you can see underneath one of these beds. Actually, um, the bed that you have kind of been gathered near. That is the entrance to Jack's office, of which you have only seen a small desk and a warm fireplace on the other side of there's also another door uh, beyond three of these uh, rising zombies, which is the one that he closed behind him when he went to uh, get a snack and left all of you unattended inside of his workshop. Uh, I believe his words were, uh, don't touch anything. <laughs> However, it would appear that the things are more interested in touching you. That sounds weird. Uh, Sue, so, <laughs> it is your go. All right, uh, can I use my bonus action first? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, can I rummage all the drawers and shit? So uh, you look around a little bit, and um, yeah, so what I'm going to have you do is I want you to roll me a... Are you looking for something in particular, or you're trying to see what's nearby? Anything interesting or weapons. Um, okay, so I want you to go ahead and roll me this going to be an investigation check. Oh, no. If you're trying no. to look for something as general as, say, a weapon. You know what? Soup is... I feel like I'm not going to be too good at looking for a weapon. Can I just try to find anything in particular of interest? Sure. 
Yeah. Go ahead and roll me a perception check then. Perception? Cool. And I'm happy. I'll be random. Oh, thank goodness. I got advantage. The first one was a five and a 19 on the second one. So 19 plus five, 24. All right, then. Um, I'm going to give you three things. You see one says explosives, which is actually kind of a slightly useful one. You see one of them says rat poison, which is located, funny enough, near explosives. Uh, and you would see a third one that says use popsicle sticks. Uh, I'm going to pick up the explosives. So that's just, you see that at a drawer. So would you okay. like to try to make your way over there? I'm going to say that that's going to be along the north wall. Okay. Um, or the wall, or the wall, uh, let's just go ahead and, and say for the sake of it that the east wall is the one with the door that Jack went out of. Okay. That leads back towards the, the front of the kitchen. Uh, so this is going to be along the north wall. Okay. There is one zombie nearby. There is one zombie nearby. But you don't have to disengage from it to get to that, that drawer section. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get to it. Alright, so you begin to move towards this this shambling. You see uh, it is kind of a stringy-haired woman uh, who has been embalmed, uh, so they are not incredibly decaying, but they haven't had uh, too much done to sort of patch their body up. So you see that there's just a bunch of thick staples all across her neck, and her eyes are, like, bright white. Um, as you see, she's, like, pulling herself off, uh, just draped in a... Uh, just a, a simple linen gown uh, provided by the the the, the morgue. Mm-hmm. And as you pull, uh, as she begins to sort of shamble off, she like stumbles and grabs the hold of like of your leg as you are beginning to rummage through the drawers. What do you what do you try to do? Um, will it cost me my action to shake her off? Like what? Would um, I'm just saying that for the sake of flavor. Like she's hassling, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. I'm sorry, honey. We're gonna have to deal with you. It's it's real unfortunate. I'm real sorry. Okay, it's it's just it's procedure. And and what were you wanting to do with your action? I was gonna go. Um, I was gonna grab the explosives. All right. So you go ahead and you open up the drawer. Roll me a d4. Ooh. Oops. That's, wait. Keeps falling off the table. Um. That is a one. You open it up and just see nothing but a couple of cobwebs inside. Oh no! This gets me and mad. And you see a, and you see that there are like four, four areas that aren't covered in dust. So like four dust-free little circles, that are just in this drawer as well. Would appear that uh, Jack has used his 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 last on possession bomb, whatever that refers to, to deal with the uh, residential gentleman. Uh, I'll say that's not your action though. Alrighty then. You know I'll. That's, learn... that's not your action. I'll let you do something just because. Yeah. You know, I learned a new way of dealing with my problems lately. And you know what I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm on a horse. All right. You're going to turn into a horse. Yes. All well, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to use the rest of my movement to get more to the center of the room before horsing. All right. So you, so as you move away from her, she grabs the hold of your leg. That is going to be... Um, that's high. That's going to be a 16 to hit. Uh, yeah. That hits. The attack of opportunity. That uh, sorry, that would be a 17, but same same thing. That is going to be five points of I'm going to say slashing damage as her claws had actually seemed to grow longer, a symptom that you would be familiar with from the uh, from what they call the feralness down mm-hmm. below. And you see that in the process, you just tears against your leg and uh, a gout of blood kind of pulls out as you pull yourself away. 
as she, like, leans up and starts, like, sucking the blood off of her fingers. Oh, miss, that ain't proper. That ain't proper at all. I get as close as I can to center. You've seen this happen before, but you were never in charge of dealing with it. It's usually you're instructed to tell the undead to sort of separate to prevent cross-contamination, and they'd basically send in enforcers to sort of beat the feral undead into a bloody pulp. Yeah. I feel like it is best if I'm hoarse, so I'm yeah, going the only th- to... The, the only thing you can do with these things is put them out of their misery. Yeah. Well, I like horse. And then at, then you turn into horse. I am horse! Then you turn Once into horse again. before or after the, that you say? After. You said, yeah, okay. This is, right, I, so. I get as close as I can to like the center of the room. Yep, so that's basically where all of you were at before. Like you just yeah. run up, open up drawer. Nah. No bob! Ow! Horse. Yenden. Alright, um, I'm going to shout to Hugo, it's like, Hugo, do you have your trumpet on you? I do. Uh, you can get into it, right? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna run and just like, I'll run up to Hugo and just like, keep the trumpet near him, but like grab it so that like, once he gets in, I'll have it on my person. Yeah, actually, I mean, Hugo, you need to actually, like, how it works is, like, you blow into your trumpet and then it oh. gets, gets sucked inside, so. But you can be prepared to catch it. Okay, um, then I'm going to, uh, I will go and rage and punch Jack's pet project in the face. <laughs> You're running up to the abomination that he's been assembling? Yes. Uh, with all the canopic jars by its feet and the dark crystal and you're just gonna go ahead and punch it in the face? It worked the last time there was a giant evil crystal. That's fun. <laughs> Go ahead, roll to hit. Okay, hold on. Put off rage and roll to hit with an unarmed strike. Oh no! It's an eight. Uh, doesn't hit this thing. Um, while the rest of them seem to be somewhat slow, this one also seems to be not very dexterous to lift itself up. I will tell you of a similar dexterity to you. Mm. You see as it actually raises its hand and catches your fist in it and is actually quite supernaturally strong. Good to know. All right, then. That was your bonus action, too. Yep. Now it is going to be the inventor's turn. Quinnell, or whatever his name is. Um, You see that as he's holding it, 10-foot cone, uh, he is going to begin to cause these little robots to sort of begin burning in his hand, and he's going to, like, yell at Sky, like, Sky, get down! Uh, And he's going to basically send out a cone of these burning little robots to uh, shoot outwards, and it's going to hit two of these zombies who need to roll me a deck save. Boy, they're great at those. That is a two, and that is a nine. Both are going to fail. They end up taking eight points of fire damage each. Not bad. Mm. Uh, As you see, tiny little robots shoot out of his hand as he uses his burning embers ability. All right, he says, uh, and as he does that, it's like, did did I do it? Did I do it? And the two of them, like, pick themselves up, and their face are just sort of, like, burning and bubbling, where, like, tiny little explosions kind of have pocked their face, like the, the craters on the moon. There's no blood really flowing through them because they're all zombies who have been embalmed. So it just is like chunks of flesh have been blown outwards and cauterized. And yeah, it, it looks like the surface of, of like an astral body impacted by debris. Sky! Yes. You see two, two do you, as you duck down, you t- see two zombies behind you get moon-faced. Okay. Um, we all have nothing on us, correct? Uh, you have your items with you. It is simply that Yenden... I don't have anything uh, on me. Yeah, oh, okay. Yenden so has as much stuff on him as the rest of the zombies. Okay, um, who's 
can I like look around and see who's closest to getting hurt by a zombie? <laughs> um, right now, all of you are surrounded. I'm going to say that like not. I'm going. This this is more than a typical zombie. Uh, the creation of Jack's creation is looks like it is in proximity to uh, Yenden. Is about to strike him. You see one of the crater face zombies is making its way towards you and the inventor. However, the other one just is interested at kind of looks like it's going to rush at Hugo, even though it got hurt by the inventor. Um, okay. And yeah. So I would like to shoot at the one that's closest to hitting Gendon. All right. I'm going to say that you're not engaged with any of them at the moment because they haven't had a chance to go. So you're going to shoot the creation? Yeah. Go ahead. And what are you using to shoot? The crossbow or the shotgun? Shotgun. Yeah. You pull it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure the cartridge is in there. Click. You see actually uh, Aether runes, because this is a uh, Aether-based technology. Begin to glow on the handle of the shotgun. And just, you know, Kill Bill style. Finger on the trigger. Roll to hit. Now, you are not proficient with it, but I believe that should be accounted for on your D&D Beyond sheet. Um, Plus two to hit. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's a 20. 20 total? That's gonna hit a zombie. Nice. What's the damage? Um, one second. Six. Uh, six? Uh, you rolled 2d8, right? Oh, no, I forgot. I only rolled one. I'm sorry. I'm dumb. Yep, you're good. I was gonna say, as a, you could, could theoretically roll six, but that means that's six the low and, roll. Six and five. Alright, so six and a five plus, did you add two? No, wait, I mean, it's six and five. Yeah, so plus two, so, uh, 13. Sorry. You're good. 13. Uh, you, you're, fi- you're firing at that, dude. This is a magical weapon. And did you roll a natural 20 or 20 total? Uh, not 20. Oh! oh. Yeah, no, that actually does more damage. Uh, so right. what's, so the initial damage is, you said 22? Well, well, she rolled an 11 total. Or 11 total. Or 13, right. sorry. 13 total, so that, yeah. that, that damage goes through. And, uh, you technically... Alright, okay. Thank you for everyone for being patient with us. So that would have been 13 plus the 2d8 as well, which would be 16 max. So that would technically mean you dealt 29 points of damage to it. And I want you to roll me one more d8 because this is a thunderstone weapon. When you roll a critical hit with it, it deals extra thunder damage equal to the damage dice, which is a d8. So roll me an extra 1d8 thunder damage. Four. Four extra damage. So you dealt 33 points of damage. <laughs> Gotta love that 20s on Dice Carnival. And it is engaged with Gyenden, actually. Fuck, Uh-oh. hold on. Oh, now you have to add sneak attack. What's your sneak attack? <laughs> Welcome to Rogue. Can we just say it's dead? <laughs> uh, no, but it's gonna be pissed. <laughs> Damn. What's your sneak attack, Sky, at this level? 2? D6? Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, roll me two more D6. <laughs> and 6. So nine more damage. Jesus. Mm. I don't know how All right. that works, but that's an insane amount of things to roll. You have dealt 50. I, I literally did this by, by taking its max hit points and subtracting uh, how much health it's got left. You have dealt 54 points of damage to this thing. Jesus. Oh my, oh my god. god. And, and Sky, this is like the first time you've ever fired a shotgun. How does it feel? <laughs> Good. Very good. <laughs> so, so here's the thing too, is like you fire the thing out and we'll say like even like, it doesn't embed into him, but like one of these shots just kind of goes like and brushes against Jayen's cheek. Sorry. And you go to like touch it and you like look and literally the uh, guy who caught him in the hand just literally gets blown backwards into the cart. You see these little canopic jars like shatter in the process. 
And, and you see, like, it picks itself up. I want you to know, if you had dealt two more points of damage to me, or if you had dealt two more points of damage, if that had been at me, and I was at full health, you would have taken me to insta-death. Wow. You can <laughs> insta-kill Hugo. I think you would have just straight downed me, though. <laughs> that that would have one-shot any of you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. That's a way to open it. Um, yeah. Another so, 20. This is when, like, in all of the chaos, what you don't hear, Yenden, is the sound of a glass jar breaking off of one of the nearby shelves as uh, this guy gets blasted into it, the creation of Jack. And falling on the ground are just, you know, it's just like a jar labeled spare hand. Uh-huh. Spare right hand. Spare hand. Uh-huh. With the spare hand. And black mist coalesces around them as they flip up Adam's family style. Oh. And begin skittering up uh, Yenden's leg. Oh, no. They're getting handsy with him. First attack. 14 to hit. That that barely hits. You could say that it handily hits. That's going to be four to hit. Uh, That one doesn't four hit. Four damage, sorry, four oh, damage. Four damage. <laughs> Second one is actually going to be a four. That doesn't hit. All right, is this... What damage is this? Because I am raging. Uh, it's going... It's damage. It's like slashing damage. Uh, so... So, okay. so yeah, you take two damage uh, as uh, you knock at one of them, and the other one just sort of like zip lines down you, and just kind of like chairs into your flesh, which has not had blood flow through it for quite a number of days. Ganassi blood, whatever that is. Yeah, Hugo. Hi. However, you do have one of the one that didn't hit you is still scurrying around your body. You're trying to like catch it. <laughs> Hugo. Hi. Yes. The only action. I only get one action, and the only action that I can take right now is just going into the trumpet. You can. If you want to, though, you could spend a bonus action. Maybe see if there's something that could give you a little bit of vitality in this office. I could. All right. I will. That's a good before, idea. Before you decide? Okay. Look around Go for ahead. a health potion. Now, here's the thing. Okay, that sounds like it's going to be an investigation check, because this is you trying to understand Jack's system at least a little bit, or maybe just getting lucky where you mm. look. So go ahead and roll that for me. Investigation. That is a dirty 20. Oh, everyone's All rolling right. high except for Gandon. Oh, yeah. So you see on a nearby rack, you see that there is like like several of these sort of like glass tubes, like these mason jars and stuff. And you see one says turpentine. Uh, another one says purple embalming fluid. And you see a third one say health pots. However, you see that it is between two of risen zombies, and you will need to run under the legs of them. You will not, you'll still be engaged with them, they won't get an attack of opportunity, but you have to run to engage with them to get to it. Nope, nope, I'm not dying again today. <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm, but it would be, but I would say that you do at least see one glowing pink light in one of the racks. If you get to it, um, I'll let that be, I'll be the, I'll let that be part of your turn to, to get some vitality to imbib it i have a different plan okay i'm going in the trumpet all right then so we see as hugo blows into the trumpet lets out a a chord of notes that ripple outwards into a swath of flame that coils around him and then causes him to disappear as the flames wrap into the bell of the trumpet as the trumpet dingling falls onto the bed oh yeah and, and with a I bit of yeah and now, Hugo, you find yourself back inside of your extra-dimensional trumpet space. Uh, the interior in here looks relatively trashed. You see that many of the chairs and tables seem to have been broken or tossed sideways. Many of the cushions seem to have been sort of burned and blackened from the corrupted electricity, the Aether Blight energy. Um, it's still intact. It is still a place that you could maybe turn a couple of tables over, but is 
has experienced disuse for some time, even before recent events. Um, but it's there. It's like it's like that type of thing. Is it's just like a it's like a bar that just hasn't seen the light of day in a number of of months or years. Yeah, a little right. sad in here. But I think what I can do will work. All right, soup. All right. You see that there is you 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 see that two things out of the corner of your eye. Your passive perception is high enough. On the sort of rafters that run across here, you see two things hopping sideways, and you see a little label on it that says left foot, and the other one says left foot. As you see, they jump off and uh, go to stomp you from the ceiling. Let's see. Um, can I make? You know what? I'm gonna hold that off. I need to. I need to use it on something worth it. Nope. They don't start your turn, but they do move within range as they are falling. That is going to be... I said these these ones don't look incredibly tough, so you might be able to potentially deal with one of them. But the first one's going to be a five. That doesn't hit. Second one, as it falls, that's going to be uh, an, a 21. And I assume it's too late to use my thing on it? You would have to have used it before it hit. Got yet. it. Yeah. Okay, it hits. Alright. Uh, that is going to be three points of damage to your horse form. How many right. hit points does, uh, what type of horse are you? I am a war horse. I am, I am harder horse now. <laughs> How many hit points? Uh, that has 19 hit points. Harder, nice. better, faster, stronger horse. So that puts you at 16 Improved horse. All right. Just because these guys can gauge at least a little bit of, of what looks to be a tastier meal. Um, now it's the Zombo's turn. Big Zombo? Uh, we're going to begin with the four. Two of them, um, attracted the sound of the gunshot. Or, well, one of them was going to go for Hugo, but now it is just a trumpet there. Two of them are going to rush up, and they're going to begin uh, tearing into, or at least att attempting to tear into Sky. First one is going to be a t 11 to hit. Does that hit you, Sky? No. Uh, next one's going to be a natural 20. Oh. The blade swings both ways, but I'm going to guarantee you that it's going to deal less damage to you than you dealt with your shotgun. That's good. <laughs> <sighs> that is going to be that's the wrong die um, that is going to be 9 points of bludgeoning damage as you see this older man basically wander up carrying a walker with him that was sitting nearby and slams it down on you yeah. and that 20 is 9 points a horse wants to snack on you or it wants to snack on a horse there's a zombie horse no no no, it's gonna try to snack on the horse. Uh, that is not almost an at twenty. That's a nineteen, so that's gonna be twenty-two to hit. Okay, let's let's hope that I can stay a horse long enough to get us out of here. Six points of damage. I'm still up. Still a horse. Still a horse. Horse is not wasted. Uh, then that is going to be uh, another one is going to go up to the inventor. Basically, as he shot out the burning embers to one side, he doesn't see as a zombie on a table pulls itself off and actually like quite rapidly rushes up to him in a quick burst. That is going to be a 14. Does that hit the inventor? Does not. Uh, you see as it sinks its teeth into uh, his, he kind of has like a bit of a pauldron on his shoulders uh, that you can see like his armor is made out of that kind of looks like it's made out of some sort of like liquid metal, but there's like a clank as it sinks its teeth into his shoulders as he like, whoa, oh no, that's not good. Oh, please, please, sir. Um, I'm, 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 I'm not interested. No, it's this guy on initiative count zero. It is going to begin by... Gendon's a little bit preoccupied, so it's going to end up making eye contact with... I'd say either the inventor or Sky. I'm going to make it be Sky. As you're kind of like backing up from this one, I want you to roll me a 
wisdom saving throw, Sky. Okay. You shouldn't be too bad at these. You've got good wisdom. Wait, is this is this the big zombie that's going? The creation? Uh, the creation, yes. Is it within 10 feet of me? No. It's doing this before it does much else, anything else. Okay. Technically, it's it's near Yedden. Okay. You're in the center of the room. So it's at least like 15 feet away from you. Okay. So that was a 16. 16? Yeah. Yeah. You catch eye contact with it, and you kind of feel your body like lock up for a second, but you close your eyes quickly not to make eye contact with it as you feel your 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 soul sort of chill for a moment as you see that this one latches out and uh, goes to basically pull its arm back, which kind of crunch, crunch, crunch back into place. And it is going to strike at Yenden. Yenden, 16 to hit. Oh, that hits. That is gonna, that is going to be a seven points of bludgeoning damage plus- The seven gets reduced? Seven bludgeoning, yes. Okay, so three overall plus- Uh, 11 necrotic damage. Ooh, okay. Uh, and go ahead and roll me a constitution saving throw. Oh, I'm good at those. <laughs> Come on. Thank you. Uh, 19. 19. You feel this sort of dark energy coalesce into your body, and you're not sure if it's because you managed to disengage contact from it quick enough after it striked out at you with its hand, or if just your body is so suffused with necrotic energy already. You manage to shrug off that attack um, as it uh, lashes outwards towards you. Soup. Hmm. If it's 15 feet away from me, I think I'm gonna wind up. I'm gonna go back five feet. And I'm gonna charge it. The creation. All right. There is one zombie currently near you. Um, I'm not gonna give the hands opportunity attacks. There are feet though. Yeah, that's dumb. I'm not giving the feet opportunity attacks. Uh, but there, you'll get one opportunity attack against you. Uh, I'll have the HP. I just really want to. I just really want to charge someone, man. All right. A natural twenty from the dude. Oh, oh. my god. Not even kidding. I'll take a picture of it real quick. No, I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. But I want to no, document but, it. Oh fuck. Okay. Let's hope I keep up to. I keep, let's hope I. They do less than ten hit points of damage. Literally dealt nine points of damage. Ah! Seven plus two on the D6 using the max damage. Sorry rules. for being so loud. I probably peeked out the mic. Oh, so God. You, you are barely horsing right I'm now. I'm barely um, horsing. Barely as horsing. You, as you continue to leak horse oil as you charge. I continue to leak glue. It's barely holding me together. There's a horse loose in a morgue. What will it do? <laughs> you know, technically, technically you are morgue. a horse in a hospital right now. <laughs> 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 I think I served as a hospital as well. Awesome, you're a, There's a horse loose in a hospital. <laughs> All right. Oh, good God. Anyway, I charge. You charge that one. All right. Roll. All right. Be nice to me, dice. Be nice to me. Um, and you said you're charging 15 feet? I'm No, I'm, I'm reeling back and charging all the 20 feet. Okay, I love it. I'm winding up. Sure. You're just giving it a good old Bugs Bunny wind up. Yeah, giving it a good old <laughs> horse. Horse. All right, let's do this. Please, please, please be nice to me. Woo, not bad. All right, what's an 18 plus six? 24, does a 24 hit? A 24 will hit. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. We've, we've set a baseline. <laughs> 24 will hit, that's all good right. enough. And, all right, so that's gonna be six plus four. Ooh, nice, 10 plus four. 14 bludgeoning damage, and it needs to make a strength saving throw, which it right. will probably ace. Uh, rolls a nine. Hey, oh, it's prone. It's you know prone. what I can do? 
I what? can attack him again as a bonus action. Go ahead. Oh. I horse on this dude. I go absolutely buck wild. Yep. All right. Does a 17 hit. A 17 would hit you'd roll with advantage, but- uh, No, I roll hooves, with advantage. Your yeah, your hooves aren't magical, correct? Oh, no, they're not. All right. And I am not, I mean, I am a magic horse, but I don't think that counts mechanically. All right. Yeah, that's not higher. I think I think you have to be a six level moon druid to, to get that. Yeah. yeah. All, All right. right. So three. Oh, that's floor dice. Yeah. Three and a four. So another seven. Seven plus four, another 11 damage. All right. Horse, horse, horse. Five more damage to it. As you stomp down at it, you see that this broken pile of bones just continues to reassemble itself. Uh, on the dark shadow and its eyes glowing outwards. Is that all you're doing? Yeah, that's my were you, action. Were you, trying, were you trying to use your spores or something? or? Yeah, I wanted to use my spores on it earlier, but it was too far away. Ah, okay. That only acts when it's in, on it, like its turn. So on its turn, I can do it to him. Sure. But yeah, I wasted it in the last turn. Uh, horse, the dude is knocked away from you, so you're not currently engaged with it. However, uh -huh. you are engaged with two hands crawling around on you. All right. Um, I will I will say if you do move, they'll travel with you with no penalty to your speed. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to deal with... I don't like need to deal with these spiders. hands it's like, right now. It's, it's like you're covered in spiders. I don't need to deal with these hands at the moment. Can I try looking for a weapon? Yes, you can. So you're looking for a weapon in particular rather than random shit. Yes. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. All right. Come on. Be nice to me, dice. Yeah, 18. 18. You look over towards a section where you see circular saw, bone saw, chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> At least this one has a little bit of rhyme and reason to it. Oh, all right. Um, and then you see another one below it that says exacto knives. That's pretty funny. I Evil guess chainsaw. chainsaw is the biggest one, right? Evil Dead 2. Yeah. All right, I will take the chainsaw. <laughs> You literally open it up, and you see that there are about three chainsaws of varying sizes. Uh, one of them probably wielded by good for like a halfling size, but you pull it out a little bit further inside this sort of like metal magnetic drawer, uh, and you look, and there's just like a slightly like longer, more slender one that has like a broken chain, and then you pull it out even more, and then there's just like a huge freaking one which would even like look big on flint, but you think you could wield it. What does Jack have this for? <laughs> yeah, no, I'll take. Wait, say the last one, say that again? Uh, yeah, you see that, um, it's just like a really, really big one that has a sort of, uh, really rusty body, but you see the chains look like they have been oiled recently, and you see that there seems to be, like, paint on it, and, like, like pink paint on the, the, the lime green, mm -hmm. which, yeah. You, you, you see what well, you see what paint on it kind of looks like a bit of a kiss mark. Hmm, I wonder whose this is. I will take that. I'll take the third chainsaw. Obviously, it's Jack's, but the story before there is a little complicated. Okay. Yeah, you shift the two others out of the way and you pick it up a little bit and you boom. I want you to roll me an, an arcana check. All right. Why do I feel like the name of this weapon is no. Missy? Just roll me a d20. You're proficient with tinker tools, actually. I am proficient with tinker tools. Yeah, this tools. is. Um, yeah, yeah. Just roll me a d20. It's gonna be an art. Uh, a d20 adds your proficiency and in intelligence. Uh that gets me to an eight. Um, you're, you're. I'm gonna say that you end up picking it up this turn, but you realize like it, it, it needs gas. It All needs right. some sort of fuel. You're not sure what type of fuel, but you've got it now. Ah, uh, well, no time to think about that now. Can I just like? That's your action, though. That's my action is to get the chainsaw. Yes, and to try to get it to operate. Oh no, okay. 
But well, you can spend next turn preparing it as uh, you see there's still two hands crawling over you. Yep. The inventor is going to try to be a little bit more creative with this. Things aren't looking incredibly dire, but he is panicking a little bit. He's like, I can continue to hit them, or maybe I could try to trip them up a little bit. I'd go for the second option. <laughs> Alright, everyone, watch your feet! Um, as you see, like he just squirts out some sort of oil from his wrist, and um, he ends up casting Grease. 10-foot square area. Um, so he's probably going to cast it right near him. He's going to catch probably Sky in it as well. So I need Sky and two zombies and two feet. The two left feet to avoid tripping. So Sky, roll me a deck save. That zombie somehow... Does it make it? No, hell no. Does it make it? Definitely doesn't make it. What's the dexterity on two left feet? Oh, actually, positive. Uh, one of the feet does not fall over. Wait, sorry, did I fall over? What did you roll? Fifteen. Fifteen barely does not succeed. Damn it. As you slip down as, like, everything except for this one foot, which is just sort of, like, slip and sliding around, uh, falls to the ground, um, yeah. However, you are up next, guy. He's like, oops, sorry about that. Please do try to, uh, handle yourself on your feet. I did give you a warning. You know what? Yeah? Never mind. I'll hold back and I will be kind and I will not say anything to him. <laughs> it's your turn. If you lent to, you can spend half your movement to stand up. I mean, yeah. All right. Stand up. <laughs> All right. You're standing up in place. It's very slippery. Trying to move could be difficult. However, there's a zombie near you as well as uh, the two feet. Okay. Um, are the feet, I mean, I assume the feet aren't particularly dangerous, right? Uh, they deal, they, it looks like they'll hurt if they stomp on you. Okay. But, so, yeah. but not as dangerous as the zombies. Yeah, okay, so, um... Two of which are on the ground. One right about a little distance away, uh, about ten feet away from you in front of the inventor. The other one right in front of you. Okay, um, so I have a short sword. I'm just gonna stab him. Alright, you get advantage on the attack, and if you hit, you get sneak attack, so go ahead and roll to hit with advantage. 10, and that's a 17. Uh, that hits. Roll me damage. So don't forget your sneak attack. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's 3... 3... D8? 3D6. 3D6, okay, different guy. 3D6 plus 2, I think, is your dex. Okay. 4, 1... Um, so that's 11 plus... Two is 13 again. 13. One of these, the zombie that you plunge into that's in front of you, uh, lets out a bit of a burst as you see, like, like you slam it down, you nearly, like, chop off the head, but it's, like, barely hanging on, and, like, it grabs a hold of your arm. You have a bonus action, and you attacked with a short sword, which is a light weapon. Would you like to use, like, a dagger or something to bonus action attack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just try to complete the, the decapitation. Yeah, so we see, like, you, you flip your shotgun around, which was still kind of holstered by the strap on your shoulder, and you throw it back, and you pull a dagger out of, uh, from, like, the nape of your neck, and you twist it around, and bonus action attack roll to hit with advantage. You've already used sneak attack this turn, so you can't use it again, but... 14 and 16. That hits, so, uh, roll me 1d4 plus no modifier damage. I want to tell you it's going to kill it no matter what. It has one hit point left after that. Well, Cause... that's good because that's mm -hmm. a one. <laughs> you, you, you almost miss, but the the ground's slippery enough that you manage to use your momentum and drag it across the oil. 
in, uh, into its neck. Nice. Um, as you see, the inventor is, like, in the process of, like, stumbling back onto a cart. As you see, like, one of the zombies covered in oil just begins pulling itself up its leg. He's like, please, please, no, please, please. Uh, we can talk about this. <laughs> and so, like, you really don't want to do this, sir. As you see, he's in the process of t punching in calculations on his wrist. <laughs> okay. Um. That's your go. Productive. Meanwhile, the hands. Yendon. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all Get the natural crit on. Get crit by a hand. That's going to be seven points of bludgeoning or slashing damage. Reduced to three. Bludgeoning damage as it's like currently trying to poke its way into your eye. <laughs> and the other one. What are these hands on tonight? Uh, that's going to be a 22 to hit. That also hits. <laughs> Five points of bludgeoning damage reduced We're, to two. Ugh. As you see, this one begins to pull at your lip. That crit did nothing. That was just an extra point of damage. Wow. That's the hands. Hugo. Oh, yeah. You're currently sitting inside of your quiet little space, and you can hear the sounds of clanging and combat and shouting, but it's very, very distant and very muffled. It's only because it's so quiet in here right now that you, you can even hear any of it. You see sitting one of the few things not knocked over. It's like a record shelf with many of your albums on it. Some of them kind of fallen out a little bit, sitting next to a small sort of table stand with a uh, a gram with a uh, record player with like a big bell on it with like little fiery details sort of twisted around next to a chaise lounge. Hi. Okay. I want I want you to know about what I was gonna do before because yeah. it was really cool. So I want to hear Althrax. I could have cast Dissonant Whispers, except Dissonant Whispers requires... Oh wait, no. Mind Sliver requires that I can see. Since I'm in my trumpet, I can't see. But Dissonant mm -mm. Whispers does not say that I have to see the creature. So I was going to use that, but... No. But you're fine. in an extra-dimensional space right now, too, so... There would it... need to be an effect that can move through planar boundaries. What? Yeah. Oh man. Can silent image. <laughs> you you are safe inside your trumpet. Aww. I was gonna do cool stuff. It's cool stuff, but you are safe at the moment. Okay. If you wanted to I talk to Falthrax, you could. If you wanted to prepare something. I guess I'll talk to Falthrax. If you wanted to, you see at the far end, there is like a phone that's kind of covered in cobwebs that you only ever use to call one person. One Every time. time you've used it in a while, it's always just been a voicemail. Yeah, I'm gonna pick it up. You're you're gonna go. You so you like look at the comfy couch with the gramophone and the records, and you look over at the far end of the space, and you tap 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 tap. Walk around a box and make your way up to uh, the small set of steps that lead up to this very immaculate sort of wire that is is done in this very dynasty style sort of gold and black. And what do you do? Well, I'd like to. I'd like to pick up the phone. I'd like to call whatever number number that uh, that I did before. All right, so you go ahead. You punch in. You punch in the extension, and it's like a rotary phone that you end up using. So it's like a chunk, chunk. So it takes you like a little bit of time, and as you kind of pick it up, you just begin to hear like the the uh, the dial tone. The As you kind of sit there tapping your your foot, kind of twisting your hand on like the uh, the cable attaching to like the he the, the headpiece, as you're tapping your foot, it's, it's, if that's all you want to do with your turn, 
Um, we'll see if anyone picks up. Now it's the feet. One of the feet is going to spend half of its movement to stand up, while uh, two of them, they're going to basically go to follow uh, the horse. Tick, 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 tick. Oh, good God. You're coming And uh, it's You're one's going to go ahead and kick you in the behind. No. no. That is going to be a 16 to hit horse. Oh. Can I go that... out with a very loud neigh? Can I just scream? You can, and you take two points of damage, so however much carries over. It's one. Okay. I just, I'm just you yelling. Take, do you continue to neigh as you turn I, the soup? I, I, I want, I'm making as much noise as possible. Do you just see as a horse glue just, that sounds weird. Uh, just, just <laughs> dissipates. Glue? Dissipates as it evaporates into nothingness. soup together. And, uh, yeah, you see as a soup unhorses and lets out a continuing day. Wait. <laughs> Speaking of which soup. I just got kicked in the nail. <laughs> I'm taking another picture because that's another nat 20. I'm not an ass. I'm a bear. And I wasn't even an ass. I was a horse. Boom. I'm sending that to you later because uh, that is going to be the third natural 20 from one of these weak and little enemies I decided to throw in there. Oh gosh, I should have, I should have. Who have only come to Critfish. Oh. That is also maximum damage on the die, so that is uh. going to be oh. nine points of damage. The fuck? As no. you get, as you let out a, a, a name pain and you let out an even louder sound that you would like that to be. Points. As you see the other one that kicks you in the other You're butt cheek. what? I'm at 12 hit points. <laughs> and, and I had for... 19 extra from being a horse. Now it is the actual enemy's turn. Oh, God. oh no. Oh no. You guys aren't killing these things. Unless Soup, you want to do something now. I'll let you do it now. Okay, because I because I was about to, but then you kept talking. And I was like, okay, it's too late. Yeah. I would have really wanted to hit one of those things. I'll let you hit it now. If that makes All you right. feel better. Yeah, me. It's, 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 I'm not it's, complaining. It's, I didn't talk you know, fast sometimes, enough. You know what? Sometimes to use your abilities, you just need a kick in the ass. Oh. Anyway, make a constitution saving throw. Fails. Alright. Eight. Takes two yeah. damage. It's dead. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he can't, doesn't undo the pain. It's not that hard. It's not, it's not that hard to hit. It doesn't undo how Is it this hurt one of the me. feet? Yeah. You literally just killed it with athlete's foot. <laughs> you just see as a whole bunch of, uh, a, a, just a fungal infestation that was already there takes over. Jack probably didn't want to use it for anything anyway. Alright. Now it's the zombie's turn. Um, I need to talk to that man about his interest in feet. It's becoming a problem. So that's going to be a 20 to hit. Uh, the inventor, um, Ugh. as it claws into him, manages to get through his liquid armor. Uh, that is going to be, uh, not nat 20, uh, that's gonna be... And he, like, lets out a bit of a pain as it scrapes across his face. Or it, like, bites into his cheek, is what happens. And yes, he is, he is disturbed by that. I was like, oh, ow, ow, it's biting me, it's biting me, I can, I can feel its teeth! Ow! Oh, uh, I think it, I think it just ate a piece of my cheek. Alright, um, horse. It's no longer horse soup. Actually, one of them that is currently over there... Yeah, it's going to make its way piling onto Soup and the other one onto Gendon. So Soup, that is going to be a 13 to hit. 
Yinden is going to be an 8 to hit. Ah. Not hit. Nope. I'm assuming 13 doesn't hit soup. Oh yeah, I just realized that my microphone is muted. I had such good commentary, but you can all just imagine. <laughs> so 13 doesn't hit soup, Oh, right? no it doesn't! Hit awesome. soup? Yeah. I, I think it hit at one point, but you, you upped your decks during the level up. Yeah, yeah, nice. I improved as a person. However, as we as we continue with the uh, tragic commentary of soup, I need soup to roll me. Um, actually, no, this one's still piling on to Gindan. Gindan, I need you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, don't do this to me. Ah, seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, you find yourself sort of stiffened with a steely resolve. However, this time it's going to make its riding fist attack at soup. Oh no! Soup. Oh no! Oh no! Please roll. Nineteen. Uh, ah! Please roll less than twelve damage, please. That's oh god! But it does I so much damage on lords. it. Lords. That's going to be nine points of damage. Uh, plus yeah, no, you're eight done. necrotic. I need you to roll me a Constitution saving I'm throw. I'm down. I'm down. Roll me a Constitution saving throw anyway. Natural 20. Let's go. All right. I'm down, though. As you go down, you don't I'm the healer and I'm down. close enough contact. Well, uh, I think that I mentioned that there is a healing potion in this room. Well, I'm, but I'm, I'm down. None of you know about it. Yeah. Except Hugo. Who except is currently, Hugo. Who is, currently on, who is currently on hold. TPK. TPK. Can I speak out the trumpet? Does that work? I'm, you dialed the right I, number. I, 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 you, you gotta check your abilities. Um, I don't think so, though. You can leave it, but once you leave it, you leave it. Do you have a healing potion on you? Me? I think so. No. I have a little bag of sand. I have bugs! <laughs> They're not for healing. I think, I think you also have that scroll you got from the same goodie bag as Falthrax. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, soup. I need you to roll me a death save. Wait, oh, 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 come right. on, come on, come on. Do it for like, roll another nat twenty to get up. Do it. Please, you will. Please, you please. I'm hoping for it. I'm praying. I'm praying. Okay, let me roll it. Are you kidding me? What? That was a one. <gasps> no. <laughs> oh god. You know what to do. Oh. I'm gonna go cry. I'm gonna go feel my see, You see, like, as it, like, literally becomes a thing where Soup gets knocked onto the bed of, like, one of these gurneys that, uh, in the process of, like, getting slammed by the, the, the make his own mum, the build a mummy of Jax, ends up sliding across the room, hits some block on the ground, flies off, basically hits the open drawer of chainsaws and uh, flies onto the other side and hits their head on the counters. Some some ridiculous, tragic series of events and that played out exactly right to be tragic. Additional tragic comedy is that was the moment when I finally read the spell I have, Chill Touch, that lets me give undead disadvantage for a round. And I should have used it. Yenden, Soup's not looking good. All right. Oh, gosh. Does anyone um, have healing potions? I did, but I'm naked right now. There's still a place you can store that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Talk about a jet black shiny ass. Oh, my God. All right. Um. My Lord, you are still on hold, are you not? What assistance do you seek at this time that you think your previous patron 
if able and willing to give. You say it previous, like it's ended. I'm not believing that yet. I want to get out of here. Okay. Prior data suggests that your endeavors are fruitless, let alone inconsequential to the current crisis you face beyond the confines of your extra-dimensional sanctuary. You make a good point. I'm out of here. And you, yeah, okay. Um, so we, you, you, you're gonna, okay, well, we'll cut to you in a moment. But, <laughs> I still um, gotta do a turn. I, I will say, like, you are about to pop out of your trumpet, because you can just will yourself to leave at a moment by speaking a word or just willing yourself. But I like to imagine, like, at this point, like, you're, like, tapping your foot at this point. And, and, and what does, it, how does it feel for Hugo to sort of put down this call, this attempt to sort of reach out? Was he hopeful? Was he? Did he feel like it was going to connect, or does he just kind of feel like now's not the time for hope? Now the time for action? Or tell me, tell me how you feel. I think it's probably a little bit of both. In a matter of like, you know, I've made some changes. I've I've done done some time. Like maybe this will be the time that that he'll pick up. But then, as it grows a little later, at that point, it's just a moment of just like fine and then slamming like i can't do with this right now and just like halfway slamming the phone down and getting out of there i like to imagine like as you go to slam it in you don't slam it just right but you don't really turn to notice and as you whip away in a flash of fire we just hear the continuing ring out into the space until there's a and a secretary's voice say Hello, you've reached the office of Mr. Blaze. Mr. Brassleaf, are you there? And it just echoes out into the space before there's... As we as we just kind of leave it there. As you, you carry your conviction with you. Yenden. Um, I guess I can... So wait, does Hugo pop out to tell me about this health potion? Not yet. Not on okay. until his turn. Can I look for said health potion? Yeah, go ahead and roll me an investigation check. Ugh! That's a nine. Um... Roll me a d6. D6. Six. You see, you, you don't see that, but you do see on like a nearby rack of liquids, you see one of them that uh, says uh, cherry oil, chance cologne, chainsaw fuel. <laughs> I, I guess that's going to have to do at this point. I Jesus have a feeling this, this chainsaw might have belonged to someone else at some point. That's what oh, I was definitely. thinking. That is definitely what I was thinking. Um, and, you and you just go ahead and you begin fumbling with this container and you just kind of fumble with the cap and your fingers just aren't dexterous enough that you just end up dropping it and dumping it into the tank, washing mm -hmm. it all on your like apron that says, uh, live, laugh, and bomb. Yeah, but I now and have it's a the only thing you are wearing already. right now and is already spattered with blood. <laughs> and as you just throw that to the ground, you screw on the cap and begin... <laughs> Alright, I don't I don't usually choose violence, but this is this call desperate times are I can't do that. Wait, um Like listen, I'm you're like I might not be that type of barbarian. Ugh. But I have a chainsaw. But I have a chainsaw. You know And you look right. at like these two of them, like the one that's currently biting into the inventor's face is right near you. I have one aspiration for this show. And that is that someone can listen to this scene, become inspired. This is the only fan art I want to see. <laughs> All right, Greg. Oh, um, I want you to go ahead and roll me an attack roll. Add add your strength. 
Um, I'm gonna reckless attack this. Alright, no proficiency, but just your strength. Just the strength, recklessly. Uh-huh. As you recklessly swing a chain- Ah! That's a 12. What? 12 is gonna hit a zombie. Oh, thank god. <laughs> I rolled a 10, then a 6, and- These guys have an armor class of 8. <laughs> um... <laughs> So you, as you recklessly swing a chainsaw mm -hmm. about a foot away from the inventor's body, how, how do you, how do you, how do you, uh, I want you to roll me, I want you to roll me, I feel like this is like a lot of, um, I feel like this would be like a very high variable damage. Mm-hmm. Roll me, roll me a, I'm going to say give me a d12 plus strength. D12 plus strength? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Uh, 10 on the die, so 12 in total. 12 in total on this one? Um, yeah, as you begin to sort of saw into this one, actually, let me, I gotta roll something real quick. It's dead. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What does it look like? How do you, how do you finish this guy off? As you see, like, it is actively chewing into the inventor's face. Um, I'm kind of using it like I would a sledgehammer. You just bring it down and then just <laughs> collide and just like where do you bisect it? Um, the neck, the the torso. Is it at a steep angle, a flat angle? It's 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 like it's like I'm bringing it down someone's head. See, so top of the head. <laughs> <laughs> so you just see as a cha so like from the inventor's perspective, he's like trying to push this off in a panic. And he just literally sees the zombie's eyes roll in the back of its head as uh, not necessarily a little bit of blood, but also a lot of other fluid begins to spray everywhere as a chainsaw just goes through the top of the head, through part of the neck, and out the back as the body slumps to the ground as the top of the head just its jaw goes slack and, and dangles off and falls. And he's just screaming as he's covered in viscera, and so are you. Can you get, can you, can you get out of here? We should get out of here. <laughs> Uh, p potentially, uh, I will see what I can do about making a haste exit. Um, as you, uh, as he, he sees that, he'll, he'll cause the oil on the ground to evaporate, along with the horse glue, and will, uh, he ends up having to, no, there isn't as many right here. He's going to basically spend his action making his way over, and he goes to the door, and he goes to, like, turn it, and it's like a chunk. Uh, I don't mean to uh, alarm anyone, but I think the door might be locked. <sighs> Soup. Uh, roll me a history check. I'm down. No, no, no. Insight check. Soup's I'm down. <laughs> oh, you are down. I, I thought you meant like you're down to roll. No, no. Right. Soup is down. I am unconscious. I am dying. <laughs> Can I roll insight on this Somewhere, random I, I, voice I, Then I will here. just give you the free information that uh, from, from wherever you are, maybe like you murmur something around. You, you, you know that Jack's like the type of person who's like super paranoid about locking up and sometimes he, he locks doors he's not supposed to. Well, um, the inventor I'm, is going I'm to unconscious. pull. Yeah. The, the inventor goes ahead and pulls out a device that begins to flip through all these different heads that like are made out of like a liquid metal that and then turns into like a welding torch. Um, and he's going to attempt to manipulate the lock and rolls like crap against this not very complicated lock. Uh, as he is unable to thieves tool the lock with his multi-tool. All right. He should get a crab's tools. Hey. Sky, tools. Sky, Sky, it's your go. Okay. Um, remind me again how close I am. 
uh, right now it seems like most, right now it seems like Soup is down and in a bit of trouble. You are, you see that the conflict is happening on the far end against the creation of Jax. Yeah, no, no, Uh, that's what I mean, like how close am I to that? Within range, you can easily move there. Um, But Soup is on the, um, Soup is like not near that fight now. I'm going to say Soup got shunted away a little bit and they actively see, you like literally see them go flying off a bed and uh, look to not be in a great condition. Okay, I mean, I have literally zero, like, healing abilities or potions or anything. You, you can try, try looking look for, for that one. Yeah. I mean, okay, okay, fine. That That's fair. Okay, I'll look for a healing potion, I guess. Roll me a uh, investigation check. Alright, that is a... Well, that's actually a 20. Total. Literally, like, you, you... Nice. You clock the label that says just says healing pot. Um, you are not currently engaged with anyone. Maybe a little bit of viscera kind of got a little bit on your your ankle, but honestly, not the most bloody you've been. And you see that there is, uh, yeah, you can you you. It's actually not that far away from soup right now. If you want to make that a priority. Yeah. But don't okay. get you've already you've been pulling your weight in this fight. I want to make that clear. Yeah. Okay. I will go and, and get that then. All right. You go ahead and you rattle off, and you see like there's uh t- actually two vials racked onto that shelf. It looks like maybe there are some more at some point, but they all seem to uh, be nothing but cobwebs there at the moment. And you can go ahead and yeah. pull them off. Okay. And you want to use one on soup? Yes. Alright, that's an action to do. I want you to roll me 44, add 4. Ooh. Um, okay. These are good healing potions. <laughs> okay. 4, 1, 5, uh, 6, 7, 9, 10, uh, plus how many? Four. Fourteen. Soup. Sky, yeah, Sky ends up uh, peeling your head back in a miniature... And actually, this one actually doesn't come in a shape of bottle. It's actually like a, a syringe. That's that disturbing to... phrasing. Peeling, her, peeling their head back. <laughs> Sorry. It's, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to say it's a, it's a combo of those two. It's delivered orally. It's like a baby feeder. Oh, God. Hmm. <laughs> This time an igloo that's holding me together, it's you! Wait, that sounded terrible! Soup, you're currently gurgling on the rest of the potion in the back of your neck. No, that's what I just said, and I regret it already. Uh, but yes, you find, uh, Sky leaning over you, your head pulled back, as you are- you are literally being administered a baby feeder. At least it's not a suppository. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) It can always be worse. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Ariel would let you die. Is, uh, is anyone aware of the term feeging? What? Oh no! Oh no! Um, we'll talk about it after. <laughs> All Look right, it up, everybody, or actually don't. Uh, at least I'm alive. The claws. But exist. at what cost? Yendin, the claws are on you. Mm-hmm. Is this when you die? No, uh, not that, yet. That, that's no. an eleven. <laughs> that doesn't hit. 16. That hits. Three points of damage reduced to one. Nice. <laughs> Death by a million cuts. Uh, it'll take a while. It'll take another 32 cuts. <laughs> Alright. We then see at this point as Hugo <laughs> manages to uh, jump out of the trumpet, uh, is standing in the middle of the space. Doesn't seem to be in great condition, but he is standing resolute nonetheless. What do you say, Hugo, as you appear on the table? Friends, there's a healing put. Oh, you found it. I I appreciate the support, but we. It's probably best if you're not here right now. You see, as a hand reaches around Gendon as he says that, and he gets slapped in the eyeball. Um, 
can you describe the position of all all of them zombies to me right now and can is the door open to the place with the fire pit um it is not open right now uh but you could investigate it uh there are two hands currently on gendon still there was one foot um who seems to still be following soup and is stomping its way over but hasn't quite reached them yet uh you see that there are two zombies left which have not taken any damage who currently seem to be in the process of uh, harassing... Um, one seems to be making its way towards Sky as well, following the foot. And you see... No, actually, this one is right next to you at the moment, and you see the other one is attacking Gyandon. The, uh, the bones are near you as well. The, uh, Jack's mummy. Jack's and it's looking rather hurt, but still on its feet. Hmm. Roll me an okay. arcana check, real quick. Oh, me making arcana? Yeah. Frick. Three... <laughs> Oof. Move on. Uh, do what you're gonna do. Um. Uh, you have spells, by the way. Don't forget that. I yeah. do. I'm looking at my spells right now. I mean, I got a short rest, but you didn't use any of them during the chase. Yeah. Um. Elder Splash is always an option, but are there? Is there any multiple set of zombie that I can get with a 15 foot cone that does not hit us? I mean. <laughs> I mean, you, you, multiple, probably not. I mean, you could probably get the two hands, the, the big dude. I mean, if you angle it, I'll say that you could get the, the one of the zombies on Gyandin and the, uh, the mummy as well. Done deal. Burning hands it is. All I right, you can making the, your I way I could take the fire. <laughs> or you could try to get the hands as well, but you'll hit Gyandin. I'm not going to go for, I'm going to go for just the zombie and the mummy. He's at 32, yeah. but I was going to cast this at second level, so that's 46, and I don't want to risk that on him. So, you say so. Just going. Yeah, it's your spell. Go ahead, and uh, that's the deck save. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, we are about to realize something that uh, I was going to communicate anyway, but the one zombie huh. is going to fail that with like a 10. Ouch. And the other guy fails it as well. Give me the damage. 46 it is, which is 12. Plus, because of, I realized I totally forgot about the thing, the Genie's Wrath, that means an extra... I think it's on attack rolls. Oh. Blast. oh, okay, cool. So that's 12. 12 damage? Yes. And that's good. And you see that as the flames wrap out, all of these bindings that are holding Jack's creation together literally light a flame as its limbs come undone. And it just lets out like a silent scream as this thing is very sensitive to fire. Ah! As you see the thing just light on fire, and you see like its knee comes off, and it begins to sort of scramble to the ground. That one being a very heavy damage dealer that you guys managed to put down. And oh, uh, shit, yep. And do you shoot this out of your trumpet, or do you like use your finger gun, or what? Uh, man, the meme, the meme lord in me wants to be just like pointing finger guns, but the performer in me probably wants it to be an epic pose, hand out, just a tornado of fire just shooting out of there. Yeah, and you uh, extend it outwards, um, shirt open, tie still hangling above your uh, recently stitched together body. And you and you feel the heat against your face as the two hands scurry to your back. Back <laughs> massage. Oh. Um, yes. Kind of a little bit frightened of the fire as well. Meanwhile, the foot is still continuing to follow. And do you say anything, Hugo? Um, good to be back. I'm getting out of here, and I'm going to run to wherever is furthest away from all of them zombies. All right, that's going to be towards the door. Uh, right. The inventor seems to be currently trying to uh, manipulate open. The foot, however, is hop, 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 
literally hops onto a nearby desk. Its toes scrunch up and it peers down, even though it doesn't have a face, towards Soup. Oh, no, no, no! Oh. You see like a little spore, Among spore, Us- Spore, 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 You see a little Among Us bone poking out the top. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, Roll do I have the... my reaction? You do, you do. Make, this bitch is making a constitution saving throw. No, no. 13. Oh, wait, wait, what's it, my save? Please, I think it was a four, I think my save was a, Oh, damn yeah, it, it just- Actually, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it, it's- Let me just double check to make sure I've got the modifier right. Yeah, it's a- No, no, it's a 15. No, wait, that's a- that's, that's a Well, it would have passed right anyway, because my DC is- It rolled exactly 15. a 13, it rolled a 13 plus zero. Ah, uh, wait, it it's rolled- Yeah, it, it just makes it, so it doesn't take uh, any damage. Oh, no! Uh, I was uh, hopeful, I was hopeful that it dies there. Do I get do I get an opportunity attack on it? Uh, not while it's hitting. Okay. It, it that one never got really that close to you. Okay. Uh, advantage because you're prone. Ah. All right, that's gonna hit you with a fifteen. You take two points of damage. Falling <laughs> <laughs> me. Oh, wait, Soup, Soup, I want to ask, did you end up with more hit points? saying the same person, like, you're bullying me, no! I'm it's dying here! Soup, I need to ask, did you, did, did that health potion give you more hit points than you started this encounter with? No. Okay. I started this encounter at full health. Oh. Oh, you are the squishy. I started at 27 hit points and add 19 from horse. Yeah, so I, not everyone gonna have, like, more, like, 50 hit points. Yentin. <laughs> literally almost have double mine. Alright, so we see uh, Zombo Boy is gonna lash. Speaking speaking of all those juicy hit points, Yentin. <laughs> also, He's I only have 22, so you know what? Like, stop. <laughs> That's gonna be 18 to hit you. That hits. Yendin. This man taking my hit points from me. Two points of damage. Two? No, oh no! Yeah, two points of damage. Reduced to one. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other one rushes towards Sky and tackles her with a nine to hit. Oh Christ! Uh, no. Wait. <laughs> I like. Do, do, do you just say? Do you just say no? no? I just, I just like yell at it like no. <laughs> and it, it stops for just a moment that it loses the attack before it looks like it's going to continue to aggress you. Soup. <laughs> All right. So, are there any zombies that seem to be wanting to go for the inventor and whoever's helping to get the door open? Uh, you can't really see where you are. You kind of had to go, you're in a little bit of like a ledge area that you can't see a whole lot of. And right now you see in the middle of your chest as you just felt like the some of your, the cartilage in your chest pop. You see scrunching towards you with its toes. It's a very, a very smug looking foot. Uh, I hate that. I hate how you describe that. I can't believe I... I can't believe I gotta waste my time on you because everyone else is dying too. But fuck it. Return to the swamp from where you belong for your heart and soul is long and gone. Okay, I'm going to cast Chill Touch. Roll me an attack roll with disadvantage. It's be nice to me die. That's a four die. Oh no. It doesn't count. It doesn't exist. It never has. Okay. Let's it has go. been written out of our timeline. Okay. Does a 15 hit? 15 hits? <laughs> die, bitch! Die! Please! I beg you! Oh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Sorry, I've been both into squeaking. 
Five damage. How do you want to do this? I look at it. I say the line I've never cast to kill chill touch in this game before, but I say I say my little my little mantra thing. And there's tears in my eyes. Barely holding myself together. You see as these tears turn into spores that turn skeletal hands that reach around, drifting out of your eyes, and strangle the foot. And as it strangles it, the foot lifts up a little bit, and you begin to see sort of moss and fuzz grow over the foot until it shrivels and becomes inanimate. I need and then to talk. It, you now have a mummified foot on your chest. I need to talk about. I need to talk to Jack about possibly quitting. I don't know if I could take this. I'm not appreciated enough. I mean, talk about a hostile work environment. <laughs> I'm not made for fighting. Why can't someone fight for me? Like, literally for me, using my body. Okay, uh, who's still up and where are they? You see that Soup is still... You never stood up during this, have you, Soup? Except unless you, like, I'll say you can stand up now. You see Soup standing up. You want to lie on the floor still? No. Okay. Uh, We see Guy currently bossing around one of these feral undead. And you see that uh, you've still got the two hands on you. But you see the two of them scurry behind you, afraid of the fire. Okay, so the creation is dead. The creation is burning on the floor. It seems to still be trying to move, but it's fruitless. It's at zero hit points, and it is actively turning into cinders. Oh. Except for except for the, some of the bones in that black crystal in the middle of it. That's still letting off black smoke. Okay. I guess I'll get rid of the hands now. <laughs> yeah. It's either that or try to adopt them. So yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, yeah, I'll get rid of the hands. hands. What do you do to the hands? Um, You have a chainsaw on your hands right now. Yeah, no, can I try and, like, grab one and just, like, throw it on the ground as an unarmed strike? Sure. Patty cake, patty cake. Nice. Once again, I will recklessly throw this thing on the ground, (laughs) because I don't trust my dice. I should have been rolling with advantage for them. Oh, well. All right. Ah... Uh, 17. That hits. It is and dead. And that's... Yeah. Um, you see that as you do that, the other one falls off and lands on, like, a nearby hospital bed, looks at the one as you, like, stomp it on the ground, and that scurries in your direction, trembles a little bit, and then flips over to reveal its soft underbelly. What? <laughs> Alright, hold on. Before, the, we, the, before yeah. we keep going, do I see... Yeah. Do I see all my fun spirit buddies with me? Roll me a perception check. Thirteen. You hear a faint bit of a... (laughs) Something that you've kind of been hearing all battle, but the blood's been pumping, or whatever's in your body right now, has been pumping too heavily in your ears for you to make much sense of. And okay. you see that there are several bodies. You see that there are some of the bodies nearby that have you have been dispatched seem to be emanating these whispers. You could swear that you see their mouth moving, but the rest of you don't see that happening. Okay. They seem to be whispering. The, the corpses seem to be whispering something that only Yendin can hear. <laughs> Alright, that's an interesting thought. Um, yeah, that's, that's my turn. I guess I will move... I will move towards the door to try and, or to try and like, start shepherding people out. As you begin doing that, uh, you see that you hear like a thump as uh, the hand. Actually, I'll get back to that in a second. Guy, there's a zombie in front of you that you told to stop, and it freezes for a second. Black mist drifting from its eye, black veins re- reaching around its face. 
Alright, time to pull out the uh, the short sword again. Alright. We're gonna this try to decapitate is... him. <laughs> Alright, you can go ahead and strike out uh, attack. Uh, you have uh, it's not you don't have advantage, but you will get sneak attack if Super's engaged. Well I got an eighteen, so that hit, so go ahead roll me the three D six plus two. Alrighty. So six five <laughs> five uh so eighteen. <laughs> eighteen total? Yeah. With the three D six plus it is. It, it, you managed to like slash a massive cut across its neck. However, it is not down yet. Would you like to attack again? Yes. Roll to hit. Uh, bonus action knife. That twenty. <laughs> oh. Oh boy. And it's oh four boy. hit points left. So you're you deal basically four plus one d four. So that's enough to finish it off. Same thing. You know, one two twist around your knife, drive it in. You're definitely getting a little bloodied, but you're 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 doing pretty good to keep yourself clean compared to everyone else. Great. Um, He's dead. Actually, actually, let me roll me a d4. Actually, roll me that damage. Uh, that is a three. Ooh. Okay, it was a critical hit that finished it, so it's down. Sorry. Yes. Mm. All right. Yep. Nope. That was a good thing. It was a crit, because it would not have taken it down. Zombies okay. and their con saves. Yeah. Alright, one of these things are dead. Uh, Yendon, as you begin making your way over, you hear a clattering of uh, tools on a, in a bombing table as you make your way past it, as you see like the hand doom, has actually followed you, and as you look at it, it flips onto its belly again. I say belly, I mean it, flips, it makes itself palm up. Um, are no. they starting to try to befriend you? I'm not, I'm not gonna make friends with a hand. <laughs> it could be a helping hand! It could come in handy. I, there are worse. It will not attack right you now. this turn. Uh, You'll go. Eh. Yes. I am. Um, I'm going to help with the lock. Alright, what do you do to help? Probably. I'll probably ask Valthrax if he knows anything about lock picking. <gasps> this mechanism is quite blunt. To be polite about it. Simple mechanisms will not apply. However, I believe sufficient heat could burn its way through. Or concussive damage. Ooh, concussive damage and heat. Though, it would appear that you and your companions have done much to deal with the threat in the chamber. It may be unnecessary to take hasty action. You make a valid point. Then I'm gonna point at the uh, the closest zombie. To There's speak. only one zombie left. Oh, all right. And that's one of the ones you cooked. You see, like it's in the process of popping and cracking as it's moving, and chunks of uh, of cauterized flesh are literally cracking as it moves. You're right. We have dealt with the threat. And then I'll point and just say boop, and then <laughs> and Eldritch blast it. Yeah, boop it. Go ahead, roll me to hit damage. Roll me to hit. Sorry. Fourteen. That hits. Roll me damage. Twelve. That includes your fire damage. Oh, right. Wait. Where did that come from again? Genie's Wrath. Oh. Genie's Wrath. I guess that does count there. Oh, so that was a uh, plus two to whatever I just said. So I roll. I have to roll a thing 14. each time it's attacked. So 14 damage. Mm-hmm. Where it needs to be a DC equal to five plus the damage dealt. You dealt 14 damage? Yes. I rolled 
it basically has to beat a 19, 19 or higher. I rolled a 15 on the die. It has a plus three constitution. It rolls an 18. It is dead. Yeah. Yes. As you manage to, how do you how do you want to finish this guy off? I'm gonna say this is actually like one of that woman that attacked Sky earlier. Uh. Or soup earlier. Sorry, attack soup. I wanna headshot it and burn it out. So you just literally like blast out at it, and you kind of with your conviction crunch your fingers together, and in the process you create a more focused eldritch beam of fire, and you literally like you literally melt this guy's head, this lady's head. It's like the head is literally now just a divided cavity open on top from what used to be a face as it slumps to the ground in a sort of uh, melted pile of flesh and skin. Well, that was entertaining, at least. Silently, like, trying to cover the fact that I'm, like, retching. And I'm going to say at that point, we can kind of drop out to initiative. We see, like, that's, like, the finishing shot happens, like, literally a second after Sky Kudagras, a second one of these zombies. You see that the inventor, like, is, is, sees, like, looks like Hugo was about to, like, blast the vault, because you consider that for a second, but you listen to Falthrax, you turn, blast the final zombie down, um, and you see Yinnin just walking past a row of these now empty beds with the cloth disturbed, and you just see that there's, like, a hand jumping between them, and each time he looks at it, it flips onto its back, <laughs> submissive, submissively. And you guys are out of initiative. Yinnin, what's that hand doing? I think it wants to be my friend. It does? Yeah. So it doesn't want to throw I'm look I'm looking at the hand. Hey you buddy! It is a right Try to fuck us up. Why are you being all friendly all of a sudden? Is this a ruse? Is this a ruse, sir? Roll me a medicine check, Soup. Alright. That's going to be a 13. That's enough for you to realize that hands don't have ears. No way of comprehending me. You think maybe it can sense things around it by vibration. And, and like, sensory tactician. I'm gonna kneel down very cautiously. If it, it, like, if it, shows, any, if it shows any hostility, I'm, I'm sporing it. I'm gonna try it, to give it, it a belly it, scratch. It, 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 as you reach towards it, actually, like, has scurried underneath a blanket, but it pulls itself out. Roll me, roll me, uh, roll me a persuasion check. No, general charisma check. Thank God it's not animal handling. Yenden, I want you to roll me a charisma check as well. Why me? <laughs> I got a 14. Soup, as you, what did you roll? 30, 20. You see, like, it, it comes out enough not to be afraid of you anymore. But then it turns, and it goes to run towards your hand, and do you let it? Is it gonna try to hit me? It's not, it's just like scurrying, it looks like it's carefully trying to scuttle its way towards you like a spider. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being, but I'm being very Yenden, cautious. Yenden, are you watching this? Yeah. You see like it scurries up your shoulder. But rather than go towards you and run around you, it literally runs up your back, and then leaps onto, uh, leaps onto Yenden's chest. And just grabs a hold. Oh, it likes you! I don't want a hand as a friend. I'd say it's pretty handsome. Wait! I need more hand puns in my life. Wait! If this hand wait, could hear, oh, it would blush. Wait! Okay. Every time you come back, 
something more happens to you, right? You got another thing on the back of your neck and you summon some undead. Uh-huh. Are you and saying you that of... now I'm more friendly towards undead? Yeah. Or they're more friendly towards you. We should switch jobs. Like I'm buff, and you're very—you seem to be very good with people who are not alive. And I've been working on getting better with people who are alive. But but I don't want to work with people that aren't alive. Well, I you're working it's... with yourself right now, and technically, I'm not sure if you're really alive or not. I say we keep the hand for possible future study. There's a little there's a little pocket like in the apron, kind of like a sweatshirt would have underneath the embroidery, and the hand kind of like crawls itself down the fabric and goes inside the pouch. But right now, I personally really need some fresh air. Can you guys clear away from the lock? I think it might be a punch one. I've seen these locks before. They're real simple. We Can hear I a bit of a groaning squeak on the other side of the door as a voice speaks out. Well, folks, I uh, figured you might get a little bit hungry. Uh, I did not mean to lock you in there. Hopefully no trouble. Good thing is I brought a cucumber sandwich. Oh, what the hell did you do in here? As we hear a <laughs> clattering of a tray and cucumber sandwiches go sprawling along the ground as he sees the five of you covered in viscera. Sky still probably like has like a zombie head on the end of her th short sword. Uh, Yenden literally with like a little hand peeking out of uh, pocket. Which, by the way, to Jack just looks like Jayen now alive. Uh, Hugo, who is still smoking you know, at the fingertips, and uh, Soup, who looks fairly worse for wear as well. And that's where we're going to leave this episode. <laughs> oh yeah. You have been listening to Electrovol, as featured on Dice Carnival. We appreciate your support in listening to this podcast and leaving us a good rating please consider subscribing and following us on Twitter. Music is used with permission by This Way to the Egress. You can find links to them, some of our sponsors, and other collaborators in the description below. And lastly, remember to bury your ghosts lest they come back to haunt you. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs>